This is Joy Roland, and you're listening to episode 22 of the It's Possible podcast. Leverage your brain to achieve your dreams with Karen Yates. Welcome to the It's Possible podcast. This is the podcast that sparks the transformation of your money mindset, empowering you to pave the way for financial success and wealth creation. This is where we study what the wealthiest and most successful people do. Not only do we study these successful people, we implement what we learn so that we create the life we want and deserve. Hi there, my name is Joy Roland, your host. I created wealth from changing my money mindset. Yes, it's possible for you too. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea. This is going to be fun. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 22 of the It's Possible podcast. My special guest today on the show is Karen Yates. Karen worked for 20 years as a research chemist before realizing that the American dream she had been chasing was further away than she thought. Struggling to reconnect with her husband, spend time with her kids, making headway on saving for retirement and start to really enjoy life, she quit her job sold and gave away nearly everything and boarded a plane with one ticket, <laughs> one-way ticket to begin traveling the world full-time with a family. That was four years ago. Now, Karen is a motivational speaker who inspires people to go after their dreams by understanding how to overcome their toughest adversary, their own brain. I'm so excited for my conversation with Karen. Without much further ado, here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the It's Possible podcast. I have the honor and privilege to have Karen Yates with us today. Karen has an amazing story and audience, I know you're going to love it. So without much further ado, uh, Karen, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Joy, for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk to your listeners. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes, awesome. So why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling us uh, what you do? Sure. So a little bit, just a little bit of my story. I started traveling full time with my family a little over four years ago. And we were kind of stuck in the grind of trying to get the American dream. And, you know, I followed the programmed path of go to college, get good grades, get a job, get married, buy a house, have kids, all this. But 20 years into my career, I was like, man, I'm not anywhere closer to getting this American dream than I was when I started. Mm -hmm. You know, there was job losses, moves, you know, all these things mm -hmm. that just kind of contributed to it. And so my husband and I looked at each other and we said, you know, what? this really isn't the life that we want. So we said, well, let's do something different. So we sold or donated literally everything we had and boarded a plane with our two kids with one-way tickets and started traveling the world. <laughs> During that time, we realized that people really needed to be inspired. You know, they feel stuck in where they're at and they needed to be inspired to do something to different, to go after those dreams, to, to really do more. And these people really need that inspiration so I started to become actually a motivational speaker to encourage people 
during that process, it became really clear that there's one reason that everybody really gets stuck where they are, and it's actually their own minds. And more just than the mindset, it's our minds actually actively working against us to keep us right where we are. And so I developed a program where you know you go through and you learn what these steps are and how you can overcome them to really get to the point where you want to be. The great thing is, is this works for life changes. It works for finances. It works for really anything that you want to change in your life. Oh, wow. You've just gone through a lot there. So I'm going to get to back up a bit. <laughs> like what you just said about um, be, like moving your life, selling everything, donating everything and moving to live the life you want. Like, I feel like you're one in 10 million because many people, as you know, want to live a better life. They want more for life. But having the impetus, the audacity to actually do it. Like, how did you, how did you do it? Because like, it's really amazing. And before we started recording, you mentioned to me that you have two children. And I'm like, wow, how were you able to just do it? And like, how, how did it happen? Right. So that kind of gets into the whole process that I've come up with. And the first one is like uh, sparking the possibilities. So it happened mm -hmm. that my husband did what every marriage counselor will tell you not to do. He tested me with a question. We were going through some difficulties. He wanted to see if I was actually changing or if my, my mindset that I had been stuck in, which was anything new was, was not good. You know, you just kind of put the stop sign up with anything new. So he just randomly asked me, what would you think about moving to Thailand? And I sat with that and I was like, well, we need to alarms and going on danger, danger, danger. Oh my gosh, what's going on? And I just sat with it for, I don't know, one, two, five minutes. It seemed like forever. And I finally, I looked him straight in the eye and I said, well, to be honest, it scares the heck out of me. And he's mm. like, okay. And he was happy with that. He never wanted to move to Thailand. He simply wanted to hear my response. And I didn't say no. But what he didn't know was the next day, we couldn't have imagined really, it's the next day I went to work. I turn on my computer, up pops, you know, the background screen that changes every day. It's a picture yeah. of Thailand. No way. It's a picture of Thailand. And then I spend the next day at work just thinking about the possibilities. So mm. I had always, I've been taught not to dream, actually. To dream was to not be appreciative of what you have now. And you need to be appreciative mm. of what you have. So dreaming was bad. 20, you know, 20 years into my adult working life, I finally get this, you know, epiphany that, you know what, dreaming is good. Dreaming allows us to think bigger, to see bigger, to allow possibilities to actually enter in. And so I had this idea just flowing through my head and all these crazy thoughts are hitting me. Like, what would it be like if I didn't go to work for nine, 10 hours a day? What would it be like if my husband and I could spend more time together? What would it be like if I could spend more time with our children? What would it be like if they didn't go to public school? So all these positives started coming in and yes, there's still fear, but man, I just let all the good things in and I just started to feel all this excitement and it yes. stuck with me. And so this idea, this one idea, something that my husband didn't even want, 
but mm. it came in, came into my world. And that was the first thing that sparking the possibility of something different, of something more, of something outside of the norm. Yes. So then did you have to convince your children to come along? Like, what was that like? It's funny. Our son was 12 at the time. And so we told him sooner because our daughter was younger. She was only six when we were thinking about this. So six-year-old time is very, it's very long. Things take forever when you're six. So we told our 12-year-old. And at first he was a little bit hesitant. We had just moved like a year and a half before. So he was like mm. reluctant to pick up and, and leave. But over you know the course of a couple of weeks, honestly, he started to see that, wow, this is really incredible. Yes, I want to do this. Yes. Our, our six-year-old, she was much more social. And we were really concerned that this would be more difficult for her. So we started planting seeds, you know, just little hints that, oh, you know, wouldn't it be nice if mom didn't work? If mom wasn't away from the house all the time, started planting these little seeds, and we waited a couple couple of months. So the distance, so the, the time wasn't so long before we were planning to do this, and mm. we were we were worried about her, but it was the easiest thing in the world. We told her that you know I wouldn't be going to work every day, and she was sold. She's like, "Let's go, I'm ready." <laughs> I love it. So then, um, one of the things that will hold people back will be finances. So I, for one, because of all of the mindset work I've done on myself, I know that I wouldn't allow money come in between myself and my dreams because I know that when you start taking steps, all of the resources you need will appear almost like magic, right? But many people that I speak with, the women I speak with, they are not there yet. Their mindset isn't there yet. They want to have all their ducks in a row, right? They want to have all everything planned out. Where am I going to live? What am I going to eat? Everything should be planned out. So how would you speak to women who are at that stage? Like if they have the mindset of, oh, okay, how about finances? How am I going to make sure my needs are met? Can you speak to that? Absolutely. So I'm glad you said that, Joy, because the second step in my process is actually take small actions because yes. you know the big picture is scary, right? It was scary mm. for my husband and I. This was not something we did lightly. And to be completely frank, we had like zero in our bank account when this idea came up. We had just moved. We'd had a real estate flip that we did that turned into a flop. Um, it was painful. We had no investment. We were living in a rental. Um, we had nothing. And we oh, looked at each other and we said, we want to do this. We do not want to be held back by money. And so we started thinking, okay, well, what can we do? How can we economize? What can we save on without being, you know, like frugal and living to, you know, we're not eating rice and beans. And we just started really diving into our finances. And this is really what took me into the road of finances because I had always let him do that. He was the numbers guy. He was the man. He was going to be in charge of that. And he looked at me and he said, I can't do this alone. We have to do this together. Okay. Put on my big girl pants here and I'm going to look at our bank account. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really scary. Wow. Not because there was nothing in there, but just because... I had this mindset that the man is supposed to be in charge of money. 
Mm. Well, my first step was to actually look at that bank account, to look at our expenses, to look at where the money was going. And we started making these small decisions. What can we do to save money? And the small decisions led to bigger ones, which led us mm. to say, you know what, we are in the middle of purchasing a Ford truck. We don't really need two vehicles at this point in time. So we said, okay, we're going to sell this vehicle. We're going to stop making that payment. We're going to stop paying for gas, insurance, yes. maintenance. And that money was really a large bulk of the money that allowed us to save up and take that step. But the first step was not selling that truck. The first step was saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to look at this bank account. And there was a lot of emotion in there for me. This was not something I was comfortable doing. I hadn't looked at my checking account since gosh, since we'd gotten married, <laughs> hands off for me. So that small yes. step was like, okay, you know what? There is nothing actually going to hurt me by looking at this. I just have to get over this block in my head that says it's his job. And so, you know what? No, mm -hmm. it's our job together now. Yes. That is so spot on because the women that come to me, the first thing they say is like, I told you, I'm not good with numbers. I don't want to look at my bank account. So it's very common in women. And that's why I'm very passionate about my podcast, about the work I do, which is telling women that you can do this. Now, um, a very short story. There was a woman who had a very successful business, and she, but her husband was doing all of the accounting, right? She didn't know any of the numbers, you know? And then sadly, her husband passed and like she was just unable to make progress in her business. All of the bank accounts, her company bank accounts were in her husband's names. Can you imagine? So that made her crazy because um, she had to stay, take about six months away from her business to restructure everything all over from the beginning. So women, you need to be willing to, like Karen said, just even the first step, looking into your bank account to know exactly where you are. And like you said, Karen, it, a lot of emotions will come up. So sometimes for women, it could be guilt, shame, resentment, like the thought of, oh, I should be further along now. You know, seeing those raw numbers will bring up a lot of emotions, but that's fine. Emotions are not harmful. Once you get past all of the negative emotions, there is goodness on the other side. So thank you so much, Karen, for bringing that up. So Karen, I want you to teach my audience, how can they use their mindset to start creating their reality like you've done for yourself? I know you said you have a system and you've... Um, giving us a few steps. I want you to give us a comprehensive overview. So I'm looking at my notes based on what you said. I, I have thinking about possibilities, opening up your mind and starting to dream again. And then you said, take small steps, small actions. So if you can just give us a rundown of your, of the system, which you use to help women, I think that would be very helpful. Sure. Absolutely. So those are the first two. And if we change the letters around just a little bit, we can say spark possibilities, which is S T yes. take small actions. 
Um, and this is really, really important because our brains are stuck in habit mode. This is, if we go back to like caveman days, the brains require so much energy. So habits actually allow us to use less energy in our brains because it goes by rote. You know, if you imagine driving your car, you're not focused on the million details that are coming in, right? Most of us can drive a car without really thinking about it. We can start thinking about, you know, what our day is going to be like or what we have to do on the way home from work. We can do this by rote. It's all because of habits. So habits are great things for us, energy saving, but they keep us stuck because when we try to do something different, our brain says, no, 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 no. I, I want to be in this route. I want to be in this space because that's very comfortable. This is the, this is my lane. This is my path. And so we have to break out of that. And we do that by taking those small actions, those small steps. And that lets the brain know, you know what, something different is going on here. And we can train our brain to actually be open and accepting of those actions that allow us to then make the bigger transformations, those bigger decisions to do something different by just training our brain to say, you know what, different is okay. Yes, different is okay. I like that. So um, um, based on your experience, um, what would you say is the number one thing that holds people back based on the people you've helped in your coaching practice? Yeah, a mix, right? Some people, you know, they, they have this idea, but they're afraid to really explore it. So, you know, they're stuck mm. in this, like, I, I can't dream. I can't feel what it would be like, you know? So for your audience, like, what would it feel like if you had money under your control? If you had wealth, how would it make you feel? And it really is those emotions. You don't have to know how everything's going to look. You don't have to know what house you're going to live in, where, um, you know, what work you're going to be doing. You just have to feel how it would be to have that wealth and say, wow, I don't worry about mm. paying the bills. I don't worry about, you know, sending my kids to college. You know, you have that feeling of like, wow, this is amazing, right? This is ease. And so some people get stuck with that. Some people get stuck with this habits. You know, they're stuck in their old habits. They, they don't change. The third one that people get stuck in is what I call the herd of negativity. These are the people that are within your sphere that want you to be just like them. So they want you to be living paycheck to paycheck because that's what they do. They yes. don't want you to change and expand and grow because that's actually threatening to them. And it, mm. it's a crazy thing when you start thinking about it, because you're like, wait, don't, don't my friends want what's best for me? Don't mm. my family, don't they want me to have this amazing life? But when you get down to it, go back to cavemen again. Cavemen are just wonderful. <laughs> it makes it easy to, mm. to relate to. And all of this is evolution. So it's still there. All this programming from, from early man is still in our heads. So in caveman days, if someone was different, they were a threat to the group. They were a threat mm. to the tribe because if you're going to go do something that's different, that's dangerous, that's going to threaten the very survival of the group. Mm. So this herd of negativity, as I call it, these are the people that you know that want you to remain stuck right where you are because that's where they are. And so they'll just say things like, oh, come on, 
don't you want to go out for dinner? Let's go, go have drinks. You know, yeah, we just spent, you know, a hundred bucks last night, but come on, let's go again. Let's go shopping. You know, I need a new, I need a new handbag. Never mind that I have, you know, 20 of them. I need another one. Yes. And it's this, and if, if you don't go, or if you don't buy the new purse, then you're going to feel this negative energy come your way. What do you mean you can't do that? What do you mean you're not going out with us? What do you mean you're not buying this purse? It's a beautiful purse. You love it. Why wouldn't you buy it? And this negativity comes into us. And it's very difficult to handle that because these are the people that are closest to us, mm. that are influencing us to stay stuck right where we are. So you have to be able to face those people. And there's a couple of ways you can handle this. You can minimize your contact with people. You know, you can say, you know what, I'm just not going to, to go out with you. I'm not going to hang out with you. That could be, that could be kind of brutal, especially when, you know, they're your good friends, they're your family, or, you know, you can minimize what you talk about, avoid topics that are related to money that are related to change. Talk about job, weather, kids, you know, things like that, that are, that are non-confrontational and avoid the topic that is causing conflict in this case, you know, money. And so people struggle with that because people that are closest to us try to keep us where we are. Yes. Like just here, like audience, I have one example that you can use whenever you want to take a step back from those you love who you've identified are keeping you stuck so this was what i came up with um i have a personal development i'm going through it's going to take a few months so i'm not going to be a, as available as i used to be so that's something you can tell your friends or your family to put that space in between you and them and Karen, as you were talking about the caveman and how um, humans, people we associate with will want to keep us stuck. I remember an example a speaker gave in one of the conferences I attended. And she said, a typical example of this is with crab. You know, when fishermen go to catch crab and when a crab gets caught in the net and a lot of crabs come into the net, and then if one crab tries to try to escape and go up and to leave the, the net, the rest of the crab will drag that crab down. And that is exactly why fishermen have lots of crab when they go fishing, because the no crab can leave, because anyone that attempts to leave, all the others will pull them down back into the net. So that's a typical example of how the people we surround ourselves with who are very negative and who don't think the way we think can actually keep us stuck. And I like what you offered, Karen, about um, being tactical about how you um, approach this. So for example, if you had very close family members who you live in the same house with, how... <laughs> How can you deal with that? How can you deal with the negativity if you are in your journey of self-development and using the power of your mind to change your life? How can you deal with that? Sure. So there's a couple of ways, a couple of things that come to mind. Um, the first, like what we did, my husband and I were on the same page, made it very, very simple. You know, we're not fighting about anything like that. Mm -hmm. 
that made it easy. We also brought our kids on board. We shared with them what our plans were. So we actually brought them in. So we'd go out to eat. And oftentimes when we would go out, they'd want to order a drink, a lemonade. And we said, you know what? If you don't order a lemonade and you instead get a water, which is free, we're going to go ahead and we're going to actually transfer the money right here on our phone, have an app. And we're going to say, you know what? We're going to transfer $10 that we just saved here, you know, for two drinks. We're going to transfer that $10 into the savings account. They got then brought into the process and they're like, wow, I'm helping mom and dad meet their goals. Yeah brings them in. The other thing that I really recommend is if the people that you're living with are not the ones that are supportive of you, they're the ones that you know, you're fighting against and it's really hard because you're living right there with them. Find your tribe, find a partner that supports you. That is yes. of the same mindset that might be a friend and it might not, it might be someone that you don't know but actively seek out those people that are trying to get to the same place that you are because they're the mm -hmm. ones that are going to be there to support you. They're the ones that are going to understand what it is you're trying to do. They're the ones that are going to be that shoulder you can lean on when you're feeling this negative energy from other people. You yes. can call up that friend and say, hey, I need, a, I need to just vent for a minute. And they will be the ones who understand. They will be the ones who offer you the support that you need that to keep that conviction to get where you want to go. Oh, amazing. This is gold nuggets you're just giving us, Karen. And as you know, the title of my podcast is It's Possible. And I think you are a perfect example of what's possible when you step outside of yourself and you decide to actually chase your dreams. So Karen, um, for those who are listening, who want to reach out to you and who want to learn more about how you can help, can you tell us how they can reach you? Sure. So you can go to inspiremydreams.com and right at the top, you're going to see share my dream. If you're open to it, just click that button. I just ask that you share what it is that you're looking to get to. What place is it, you know, whether it's wealth, whether it's something else entirely, just share that, put that into words and put it out there for the universe. I'm going to hold on to that dream for you, but it's out there. Now you have put it into words. You have said, this is what I want below that. You're going to have an option to enroll in a email sequence that I have that just gives you strategies and tips to keep that energy alive, to keep that motivation towards change because change, it is hard. It is difficult yes. to do something new. And we need that, that growth, that reminder that, Hey, yes, this is what I want. I need to be actively working towards that. And it's so easy to fall into those ruts of habits and so it's just a little weekly reminder that says, hey, here is what you can do today. Something simple, something easy that just keeps your mind in the right place, keeps you working towards that goal. Oh, wow. 
That's amazing. I'm even going to do it for myself because you just sold it to me. Like who wouldn't want to have a reminder to chase your dreams? So ladies, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. Please head on over to Karen's website and take advantage of the resource she's offering us today. I am so excited. Karen, before I let you go, um, is there anything else you want to share with the audience? I'll just share the one last step. So we did spark the possibilities, take small actions. E is evade the herd of negativity. And then the last one is P. So we have the four step process that spells out step here. And P is practice making everything positive. Okay. Mm. Any small change that you're going through, anything that hits you, make it positive. And this really comes into the mindset of how you look at things. So just one quick example, that truck I mentioned that we decided to sell back. This was my vehicle. This is the one that I drove to work every day. And we made the decision to sell it. The, our other vehicle, we owned it. We weren't making payments on it. There was a lot of emotions tied to this. This was freedom. This was, you know, my vehicle. My baby, and yeah. yeah. I feel I'm like my car is my baby. It's my truck. Like, I love this vehicle. And it would have been really easy to get sucked into, no, I don't want to do this. Or I'm angry that we have made this decision. But instead, I made it a very positive thing. You know, we're not making this payment. That's money each and every month that is not coming out of our account. We're not paying for the gas. We're not paying for the maintenance. We're not doing insurance. It's a lot of money every single month. And I just held on to that. I'm like, this money is what is going to allow us to go do what we want to do. And so there's no longer negativity. It's you bring in the positive and you change everything that hits you as negative and you make it positive. So you get hit with a bill that you were not expecting. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna handle that. And you know what? It could have been worse. It could have been so much worse. So you know what? I'm gonna handle that and I'm gonna move on and I'm going to embrace the positive, because once you change that mindset to make everything positive, new opportunities start to spark. You start to see new things that you can do. And it just changes your whole, your whole being really. Yes. 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 Like I just love it. I just love everything you've just shared. I was scribbling and taking notes throughout this uh, conversation, Karen, but I know I'll go back and re-listen because there is a lot I can learn. And I, I know my audience are going to be so thrilled to go through this episode. Just listening to you, Karen, um, like I can feel the positivity. I can feel your energy. And like that is something that many people don't have, especially in the world we live today. Like just watching you on the screen, I can see that your life is regret-free, right? And not everyone has that because many people um, have goals that they told themselves since they were five years old that they were going to do, but life just got in the way and they are still stuck. So thank you for inspiring us today. Uh, ladies, uh, take inspiration from what Karen has shared. Go after your dreams. You have the resources to help you change your mindset. Take advantage of the resource Karen has offered and be on your way to achieving your dreams. Thank you so much, Karen. 
it's been a privilege having you. I know I will want you to come back on in in the, in the future. Uh, so any last words before I let you go? Just hold on to those dreams. Don't yes. let yourself, you know, wherever you're at, don't let yourself say that it's not possible because Joy is the title of your show here. It is possible. Absolutely. It is. Hold on to that and go after them. Find yes. that way. Yes. Thank you so much, Karen. It's been a privilege speaking with you. Uh, thank you, Joy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If this episode encouraged, inspired, or taught you something new, please do me a huge favor by leaving me a review. Just head on over to Apple Podcasts, find the show, go to the main page of the show, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see a section where you can write me a review. And lastly, come on over to my Facebook group where you get support as you build wealth. This is an exclusive group of high-achieving and ambitious women actively working on getting rich. Find the link to the group in the show notes. I hope to see you back here soon. God bless you.